The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Agile Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're doing a deep dive into the methodology that can transform your marketing strategies and cross-functional effectiveness, Agile Operations. Each day this week, we're going to publish an episode that discusses what you need to know about using Agile methodologies to make your marketing strategies, content, and implementation more effective. With us today is Roland Smart, who is a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast and the VP of Marketing at Pantheon which is a website operations platform for Drupal and WordPress. They are the leader in the web ops industry and run more enterprise WordPress and Drupal sites than any other platform. Here's the first installment of Agile Week, where Roland and I talk about how to apply agile processes into your marketing operations. Roland, welcome to Agile Week on the MarTech Podcast. It's great to have you here. It's great to be here. Thanks for the opportunity. First off, thanks for being a generous sponsor of our show. And I'm excited to hear a little bit about Pantheon and also to talk about Agile and what marketers need to understand about how it works. So let's just start off. Give us a little background on you and on Pantheon and how you became an Agile expert. So Pantheon is a web ops or a website operations platform. We are really an enabler for teams that want to embrace agility. And I discovered Pantheon actually when I was running some very, very large scale web projects for Oracle. And we did not have a platform like Pantheon. And that meant that for web teams to do basic stuff like deploy changes to their site, take their production data and deploy it into their staging site so that marketers who are looking at a version of the site before it goes live can see something that is truly representative of what it will look like when it goes live. We didn't have great tools and technologies in place to allow us to see that kind of content. And that was a real impediment for us. So when I learned about Pantheon and I learned about their tools, I immediately had an interest in the company. And that interest really, for me, goes back to a long-standing interest and passion for applying agile software development practices in the marketer's world. And I hope we'll get a chance to dive deeper into that. But that's something that I've been pursuing for a long time. And I've really seen the benefits of applying agile to my work as a marketer, taking a page out of the book of our software engineering 
uh, peers and our product management peers and applying it to the marketing function. So I'm sure you're aware and anybody listening to this podcast is aware that marketers are managing more software than ever before. Agile comes out of the software engineering world. And so it is very much the best practice for managing software. And just because marketers are managing more software than ever before, it's relevant, really relevant for marketers to understand it. I think what is less immediately apparent to marketers, though, is that once they start using Agile to manage their software projects, they start seeing this much broader applicability across all the different things that marketers do. So I've had an incredible opportunity to be able to deploy Agile in many different contexts. It's really made a big difference at the companies where I've had the opportunity to work. I got so passionate about this topic that I wrote a book about it called The Agile Marketer. And I actually host a podcast called The Marketing Agility Podcast, which is just focused on talking with marketers who are trying to put Agile to work to hear the good, the bad, and the ugly of what's involved in making it work and getting value from it. So it sounds like in terms of a career focus, agility and applying it into marketing is really your background. And that's one of the things that attracted you to Pantheon. I'm excited to talk to you because you have expertise that goes not only from working at Pantheon and seeing how companies from small to growth stage actually apply Agile, but you've also worked on Agile product development at Oracle, which means you're doing it at the enterprise scale. Mm -hmm. So let's just take a quick step back and provide the listeners of this podcast with some definitions and a little bit of a history lesson in terms of Agile. Walk me through what Agile is in your perspective. What are the processes and what's the history of it applying to marketing? So I think it's important to call out, and I mentioned this in my previous comments, that Agile really comes out of the software development world. It's not new. Agile has been around for a long time. In fact, there was something called the Agile Manifesto, which was written, I think, over 17 years ago. And that manifesto really codified or was the first articulation of Agile. But it's important to understand that by the time that Agile Manifesto was written, a lot of developers had already been using or developing the concepts, the values and principles that are represented in that manifesto for some time. So what I want your listeners to take away is that there's a long tradition here. Now, Agile was then adopted by marketers and adapted to our unique context. So let me talk for a minute about what it is, just to find some terms. So Agile is typically described as a philosophy or an approach. And it's a philosopher and approach that's designed to address problems or to come up with solutions in a context in which it's very difficult to predict the future. And it deals with that by taking an iterative approach to validated learning. Another way of saying that is, let's do something really small. Let's see if that thing works and validates that we're heading in the right direction. And then if we get a signal that says we are heading in the right direction, let's amplify the work and do more. And if we're not getting validation, let's dampen it and try something else. So Agile in itself is on some level a testing methodology, right? You're running small tests, you're seeing if there's a signal, and then you're trying to amplify that signal over time. To me, I think of similar processes of, you know, there's the book, The Lean Startup by Eric Ries. And that seems like a similar methodology where you're testing and learning. What do you see as the differences between Agile and Lean, or are they just sort of metaphors for each other? So Agile comes out of the software development world. Lean comes out of the manufacturing world. But in terms of the time when these concepts were being developed, they were developed in a similar period. And if you were to compare Agile and Lean, there's 
probably about 80 in the Venn diagram of agile versus lean, there's probably about 80% overlap in that diagram. And today, if you look on Google Trends and you compare agile marketing and lean marketing, what you'll see is that Lean marketing was actually slightly more popular maybe six or seven or eight years ago. But agile marketing has kind of broken out and is now become more popular. But essentially, there is a convergence in the marketplace. I think the underlying ideas are what's really important here. And the ideas are really shared across these two different approaches or or philosophies. And people have largely used the term agile and they put a name on it. But when I talk about it and when the thought leaders in the space talk about it, they are actually more broadly talking about the collection of methods and underlying practices that come from the Agile tradition and the Lean tradition. So let's flip it around and talk about the opposite of Agile, because I think that's going to help people understand the difference between their existing methodologies or traditional methodologies and the ones that we're talking about now. To me, the opposite of Agile is a little bit of like the Steve Jobs methodology of the customer doesn't know what they want until you give it to them. So you build the whole product and you say, here's the iPhone. Do you like it? I'm sure that I'm oversimplifying. There was more research that went into the phone, but the idea of building something to the nth degree, making sure it's complete and then testing whether it works or not. I think actually, if you looked at the early days of Apple and the work that Steve Jobs was doing, you would actually find that it didn't come out as a fully formed project, that he was actually doing a tremendous amount of iteration. I would describe the alternative to Agile as being the traditional waterfall approach. And I talked about the fact that Agile is an approach that is optimized for contexts in which it's very difficult to predict the future. So let me put that in the context of waterfall for a second. So with a waterfall project, There are some projects which actually it makes sense to do with waterfall. For complicated problems where you can look at something you're trying to solve, you might have a lot of historical data that you could look at. You can analyze that data. And based on that analysis, you can predict really well what's going to work in six months from now. If you can do that, then waterfall can be a really efficient way of building your Gantt chart project plan and advancing towards this deliverable that you're going to deliver after a three-month or six-month plan. The problem is that today, most marketers are operating in an environment where they cannot predict with confidence what is going to work in three months from now or six months from now. Things are just changing too fast. Customer expectation is changing too fast. Technology is changing very, very quickly. We've seen this explosion of technology in the MarTech space, and that's not stopping. It may be slowing down, but it's still an insane amount of technology and change happening out there. I hope it doesn't stop. Right, exactly. So you're mentioning the waterfall and Gantt charting around and building a different operational procedure. And when you have something that is predictable, you can use a different strategy. Agile is meant for something where you don't really know how the project is going to unfold. So if I'm building a house, I know I need the foundation, then I know I need the drywall, then I know I need the systems. Like You know the processes and the steps along the way. So in any way, shape, or form, you're never going to do the drywall before you do the foundation. And so since you have a good sense of the order of operations and what's going to be most effective, you can use a waterfall approach. Agile is when you don't really know the order of operations as well. So it's funny, I actually have a case study in my book about, I used to work for a guy who was a builder and he built condominiums on the side of ski slopes. And he literally built a hundred of the same condominium. And he did something that most people who build a house cannot do, which is that he built them like 10 at a time. 
And each version of 10, he realized people moved in and they started complaining about stuff. So he could make changes and then he would build the next 10. And he often talked about the fact that like the people who bought the last 10, their house was like so much nicer than the first people who bought 10. Like that's like explaining what Agile is in the context of a traditional waterfall project. But the reality is we don't get to build a house a hundred times and we wouldn't want to do that. That's not efficient. As marketers, we're building websites and we may have ideas about what we think is going to work. And in some cases, like there may even be best practices out there. But it's not until we actually do the thing and put it out there and start getting validation and actual data from the experiences that we deliver that we actually understand what is going to work. And I think one of the mindset changes that is required to really get the benefit of Agile is becoming more data-driven as a marketer and moving away from this idea that you believe you have a picture in your mind or an understanding of what is going to work. I think we just see over and over and over again that when we bring that kind of mindset as marketers to the table and we drive our projects forward with that mindset, we experience failure at an increased rate because our assumptions are just not right. And accepting that, becoming more data-driven and embracing iteration and an agile approach It's just a better path forward that will give us more confidence and will allow us to more reliably move the KPIs that our businesses need us to move. It's a little bit of a de-risking strategy where you're testing in small scales and then figuring out what works and embellishing or amplifying as opposed to making big bets. So let's talk about something a little bit more practical in the sense of what are some of the common uses where you're seeing agile being applied in marketing? So I think an agile approach has really kind of advanced through a number of different disciplines within the marketing function. I think the earliest and most obvious place that we saw an agile approach being implemented was in the digital advertising space. And there's a lot of ad tech that came to market that was purpose-built to help us do multivariant testing on the ads that we put in the marketplace and to test new messaging, iterate on messaging, and to advance towards optimizing our advertising spend. That's a pretty discreet and narrow application of Agile, but it is a good example of where taking an iterative approach really helps us um, improve ROI in a direct way. From there, though, it was a natural next step for us to apply Agile approaches to the content that we create. Often, it's that content that we are amplifying with digital advertising. So I think the shift that marketers have gone through is when we applied Agile to the content marketing practice or inbound practice, we shifted away from 80% of our energy going towards developing new content all the time and 20% of our energy being focused on iterating on existing content. We almost flipped that ratio where we started realizing that if you think about content strategy, you're going to have like a content grid where you've got content organized by persona, organized by stage of journey, organized by channel, right? And you might have gaps in that content grid and you're going to start filling those gaps. But as you fill out that content grid, you're going to start looking at how is the content in each one of those areas performing? And there's going to be some content that performs really well, some content that doesn't perform very well. You'll have a choice then. Do you create a new piece of content to address that lack of performance? Or can you take your existing piece of content and iterate on that content 
maintain, for example, the URL where that content lives and aggregate more inbound links to that content rather than standing up a new piece of content, right? So from an SEO and a content marketing perspective, it's much better to have a consistent URL and a piece of content that's evolving and aggregating inbound links, aggregating page rank and authority with search engines and turning that piece of content into an engine, for example, to drive demand or whatever that content is being used to support. So what I'm hearing from you is that digital marketing was sort of the original playground for agile being applied in marketing. And we've then seen it going to inbound and content strategies as well. There's this iterative approach that's starting to take over other landscapes. Mm -hmm. And then I think from content, we saw the rise of social marketing and social media and organizations and companies needed to be able to respond much more quickly and to be able to test. And that drove marketing teams to embrace agility in that context. And today, I think where you're really seeing it get traction is in the context of digital experience. When I say digital experience, like first and foremost, the most important digital experience that a marketer has is their website, right? All the other digital experiences in one way or another are going to point back to your website. So it is your most important digital experience and being able to apply an agile approach to it provides just a tremendous amount of value. Okay. We're going to cover a lot more ground talking about Agile over the rest of the week, including talking about marketing operations, some of the content strategies that we mentioned, different things like web ops as well. So I think this is a good place for us to land the plane. I think it's a good start into Agile Marketing Week. So Roland, thanks for joining us and being our guest on the beginning of Agile Week on the MarTech Podcast. Okay, that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Roland Smart for joining us. If you'd like more of Roland's tips for building an effective agile strategy, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we discuss how to approach an agile transformation. And if you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Roland, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can send him a tweet. His handle is rsmartly, R-S-M-A-R-T-L-Y. Or you can visit his company's website, which is pantheon.io. That's P-A-N-T-H-E-O-N.io. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, don't worry about it. We've got you covered. Just head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of our transcripts and contact information for all of our guests. And if you're a subscriber to the MarTech Podcast, thank you for being a member of our community. We always want to hear from you. So we built benjshap.com slash question where you could submit your questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. My personal handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P on LinkedIn and on Twitter. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a weekly stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, in addition to the rest of Agile Week, we've got some great episodes lined up for the rest of the month. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? 
Then visit IHearEverything.com.